Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! So welcome back. Hey. Here we go again. We're technically. I think. Still I think same. that based on how this is going to go, I think this is going to be episode seventeen B. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be like a, we're going to continue on because we talked a lot last episode. Yeah, so we're, we're talkers. Just, we like each we're, other. We're just like we we're gonna hop right back into it yeah. because because you know it is what it is. So technically, we haven't stopped. This is just this is the, uh, same the continuation. Dude. So hi again. Hello. We're not gonna do a whole spiel because this is the same evening for us. Nothing has changed. So when we got into this bad boy, I told you that the cocktail was like the sleepy fortune teller. Yeah. So I'm bringing it local. We're gonna talk about something close to home. This evening. Okay. We're going to talk about my man, Edgar Casey. Okay. Also known as Ed. the sleeping <laughs> Edward. <laughs> hey, well, they, they called him Eddie, uh, Ed. They called him Double D sometimes. Uh, you know, because, you know, Eddie has two Ds. So, my man, Edgar Casey. All right, Ed Casey. What? Yeah, Edgar Casey. Edgar. Edgar, not Edward, Edgar. Edgar Casey has been called the sleeping prophet and the father of holistic medicine. Okay. The most documented psychic of the 20th century. Wow. This guy. Yeah. He's the he's the biggest news. So he's born in Hopkinsville, Kentucky. How far away is that from us? I don't even Good know. Good low gripper. Yeah. Good low gripper away from here. Yeah. We're in Louisville. I'm gonna, for those that I'm don't I'm going to Google map it. Google it up while I, while I, while I drop this shit I'm on I'm listening. You. So he's born 1877. 1877. That's a long time ago. A very long time ago. 18 fucking hundreds, fam. So. Two and a half hours from us. Yeah, it's far. That's far in Kentucky. That's a triangulate our you location. Can get, you, can get but, to most uh... places in, you can get to most places in Kentucky in about two hours. So well. he displayed a fair amount of psychic ability when he's young. He had. He's, he claimed to have seen angels. He claimed to see, like, a little folk that he would talk to and commune with. Wait, so he's, like, a clairvoyant? Is that yeah, he talked very, to them? He would often talk. He said he was able to see his great-grandfather's spirit, and he would always, like, play with imaginary friends whom he said were spirits from the other side. He also displayed an uncanny ability to memorize the pages of a book by sleeping on them. What? So he would get a book, fall asleep, and memorize the book. Without actually reading it. Without reading it. So he wouldn't... He would... Osmosis, baby. What? Osmosis, baby. Okay. That's weird. But, like, could he... How could he prove that he didn't read it? I guess he couldn't. He couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't. So people thought Casey was strange, but he also came up, like, a very... In a very religious setting. His mm-hmm. parents were very religious... Southern Baptist. They were essentially. Yeah. 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 And Just knowing the Hopkinsville, Kentucky, I'm assuming that's what it was. What, what, so what's interesting is, is he did, you know, he, he lived a pretty mundane life. He only got a certain level of education. I want to say like he got like a sixth grade education. And he stopped oh. going to school. But well, if you can just lay your fucking head on a book and fucking memorize it, you don't have to go yeah, to school. Yeah. But you just got to sleep. That's the best thing. I want that. 
That's like the best way ever. That's the best thing ever. Ever, period. You just got to sleep on it. Literally. Just, hey, baby, you ever tried sleeping on that book? Just sleep on it. You ain't learned that shit. But hey, baby, just you tried sleeping on it? Don't they say that same thing about like if you fall asleep listening to like, um, what is that? That one really famous, um, that really well-known company where you learn the the language different languages rosetta stone yeah i was like i literally almost said the sorcerer's stone <laughs> for the full but initiated, haven't you heard where, like the philosopher's stone haven't you heard where if you like fall asleep listening yeah, to the rosetta stone every night that. that you'll like wake up remembering yeah like, yeah the spanish I that have you fell asleep to or whatever yeah. i actually i actually fuck with like a lightweight like sleep podcast sometimes yeah i've done it, like, that too sleep it, it's it's spooky it gives me weird dreams i'll add a link to that podcast so <laughs> So anyway, my guy, he's got some kind of uncanny things going on from a young age. He's, he's seemingly touched from a young age. And so... In the arms of the angel. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Same as fuck. So I'm just going to give you a little primer, a, a, a little bit more information about Edgar Casey and his process. And then we're going to kind of go over some of the things that he predicted. Okay. So he was largely... The most he had uh this lady and I, I failed to find out her name because uh, I didn't know exactly how to figure it out. But there was a woman that kind of dictated everything that he predicted. Right, she sure. wrote down all of his stuff. Okay, because he was called the sleeping prophet. So Edgar Casey he had laryngitis at a certain age when he was an insurance salesman with his pops. Him and his pops sold insurance. Okay, okay, and he got sick. And we're talking early 1900s. This was medicine like door was, to door, man. He was absolutely, cold. absolutely. He got very sick and lost his voice. Ooh, Hold on, we, I don't know. If welcome you guys for heard this that, but for this segment of uh, animals interrupting the podcast. Oh, she's getting in my lap. She's being sweet. This never happens. Yeah, yeah. I have to embrace it. Do you hear so, purrs or mouths? You're welcome. Or claws? You're welcome. It is uh, Khaleesi. 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 The cat. Anyway, so my guy Edgar Casey, he's a traveling insurance salesman, and he gets laryngitis, and it fucks him up. Oh, wait, how old? We're, we're jumping ahead. He's, he's not a kid anymore. Yeah, so all I want to say is he had a very interesting uh, childhood. He saw his grandfather. He apparently talked to spirits, this and that. Right. Additionally, he's a very religious guy. This guy read the Bible uh, once a year, every year that he was alive. Or did alive. he just sleep on the Bible? We don't know. I mean, I would probably just take a <laughs> as a long book. I would probably just take a snooze. But what's interesting is that when we get into this, so he makes prophetic predictions. And a lot of those predictions kind of interfere with his Christian beliefs, which is, I think, what makes him very interesting because we're talking reincarnation. Oh. We're talking ancient history that could undo, you know, common beliefs. So he's kind of like preaching these things that are Correct. very yeah. different from the religion and religious that he's, a that part he's of. like, yeah, spending yeah. his time. So the story goes, and I don't know how much of this. Does that like make him like, does he end up being like kind of having to separate from his church? No, he's, 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 he, he just doesn't talk he teaches about Sunday stuff. school because here's what happens mm -hmm. when Edgar Casey. So he learned hip he learned a little bit of hypnotism. Okay. He had this laryngitis and he had done, he had seemingly, and keep in mind, we're in the early 1900s at this point when he's grown up. Right. So science, not at all where we are now. Or medicine. A lot of stuff, nowhere near, and, and I think that that's a big part of this, but he ended up reaching out to a hypnotist. And this hypnotist is like, bro, it's a psychic problem you're having. 
there's a force stopping well, you from getting your ability. Yeah, the stopping you from getting your voice back. Oh, so he's teaching, and um, and he's a, he's a traveling hypnotist. Okay. And and Edgar Casey just does not stay in Kentucky. He Edgar Casey about. is not a traveling hypnotist. Correct. The guy you're talking about, he Edgar Casey, he reaches out to. Yeah. A traveling, Edgar Casey at this point has laryngitis. A traveling hypnotist. I mean, imagine in the nineteen hundred, the early nineteen hundred, selling say, snake oils. Okay, so teaches him a certain level of hypnotism, and then and and actually moves on. And Edgar Casey links up with another hypnotist. And forgive me because I forgot their names. But they... Is this more like... Um, it, they're, they're trying sleep, to... Sleep... What is it? When it's you, like sleep. It's or, You know, what is that thing you can like learn to do to yourself? Or it's like... It's not... Not lucid dreaming by Lucid dreaming. Means. It's not that bad. Oh, no. Okay. They're trying oh, yeah, to it's real. psychically get him into a position to heal himself. That's the kind of thought process huh. with these hypnotists. They think there's something internally that's, that's what, blocking his voice? That's, that's verbatim from the Edgar Casey website. Weird. He and has a website? There are many. I'll get into them. Well, ow. Sorry. There's also, put her claws in my We leg. also have a book. We have a pretty extensive book collection, and it brings us joy, just as a side. If you yeah. know that, you know that. Uh, that that was that Netflix show reference. Um, that tidying chick up. who tidies yeah, 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 yeah. up. <laughs> Does it bring you joy? We're not it getting brings rid us joy. of our book. Oh, not a single fucking book. Um, but there, we do have a few books about Edgar Casey, and there's a high school named after Edgar Casey. There are Here, num- locally? Yeah, yeah, in Bowling Green, yeah. Do you know what it's called? Edgar Casey High School. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't it's, have thought. It's pretty interesting. So he learned hypnotism from these guys. And this is like, this is kind of where where that mythos and legend come into play is when he learned this element of hypnot- self-hypnotism. Self-hypnotism. And then this weird thing started happening, okay? He would put himself in a trance. And, and 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 as a side, this is apparently how he got his voice back. He learned a holistic practice from tapping into some knowledgeable force in the universe when he was under this hypnosis. It just sounds a lot like lucid dreaming. Right. Well, well you're sleeping in lucid dreaming, right. and you can and maybe that's control what he your was dreaming. Doing and he, he was... was putting himself into a trance and connecting with a higher consciousness. So he had this person that you said was his. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, there were these hypnotists that no, no, no. led you, him into this, and then they kind of largely become irrelevant. To the no, story. I mean like the peace out. I mean the person that you you had you started talking about. I feel like you need to bring back up now is the person that wrote down. Yeah, I'll get into that. That's oh, not okay. at all relevant yet. Oh, okay. I'll, well, I'll you, run this story if you don't mind. Thank you very much. You brought it up. I was wondering if that was the moment. That's gonna come back, but it's not yet. Okay. Okay. So my guy Edgar Casey, he would go into these hypnotic trances. And the minute he got into these trance, he would he would lay down on the couch in his home. Mm-hmm. He would cross his arms like a mummy, and go into this meditation. Or a vampire. Or a vampire. <laughs> and he would say, you know, he would go out for he would he would be quiet for a few minutes, and then he would say he would say, "I have the entity." The entity. Yeah. Or I have the body. He would say both, Ooh. meaning that whatever was in power now was no longer Edgar Casey. <gasps> Ew. So Edgar Casey, as I said earlier, Edgar Casey had about a fifth to sixth grade education in Kentucky in the early 1900s. And so he he was learning that he was he was waking up from these moments, you know, as he did this to start to train to, to fix his voice, apparently, is the is the reasoning. And I can't get into why that's why that is. But he was getting into he, he got into this to fix his voice. 
but and then found that he had a psychic ability. Okay, so there there was no doctor going. No, Brad, it's just laryngitis. Like laryngitis. No, he was definitely diagnosed with laryngitis, but he had a bitch of a time healing it. But isn't that like you just have to you just have to like not talk? Yeah, you have right? to rest and and all this. But he apparently this mass consciousness when he tapped into it helped him figure out a way to heal it. And there's a there's this fucking bullshit story where he's like holding his breath and bursting the capillaries in his skin and stuff in his face to heal it. And there, there's a whole thing that that happens. So anyway. Was that it? I mean, is that how he heals it? That's apparently, yeah. He, like, did this sort of, this mass consciousness said, hey, bro, if you hold your breath and you do this and you do this and then you follow it up with this oil and this and that. So largely holistic. Not necessarily anything we're talking about where he reinvented science. Mm -hmm. We're talking fringe sciences and stuff that he came up with, like, oh, you got shot in the arm? Lavender oil. It'll save you, bro. Oh, So this kind of stuff. But we're not going to get into that because I'm going to actually talk about some of the things that he predicted that did come to pass. For some reason, can I just really quick, the the one, the thing that my mind went to immediately when you were talking about him holding his breath was that scene in Willy Wonka when Charlie and the grandpa drink the stuff and they're floating Mm -hmm, towards the mm -hmm. thing and they realize that they just have to burp. They just got to burp it out. I don't know why. That's literally what popped in my head. And the entity said, burp, and you shall be free. And you will descend. So uh, what I think is really unique about Edgar Cayce is he's he's local. You know, he lived lived in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was a very religious man and he would go into these trances and say things that were very opposite to his personal belief structure. Right. In a way, he talked about the mass consciousness that he was attuned to the sum of human knowledge. And that is where he was getting this information. So he, the sum of human knowledge. What does that mean? So in the zeitgeist, it's also called the Akasha like codex or the um the akashic records which also all kind of go back to the mass consciousness so when i say mass consciousness i'm saying that's any knowledge of that humans have had or ever will have past future and present all collected into one belief system and casey claimed to have had knowledge to that the god brain okay of, so the encyclopedia he, <laughs> it's encyclopedia <laughs> no of the human so it's it, it's also called uh, on another side the akashic records which is the sort of sum of all knowledge past future present and he like does that come from i've never heard of that that is a concept that has been visited by multiple different philosophies is this only like so like buddha like that kind no, of, no not at all i mean it, it actually comes from like strange mysteries and stuff so it's a, huh. it's, it's, it's a fictional thought process okay there's no oh, evidence okay. of it right 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 but uh, well i didn't know when, if it like tied in more of like spirituality wise yeah, and like as i understand it like Buddhism or... these these kinds of things were kind of collected after they thought of it so like edgar casey he didn't know it as the akashic records they put it into that zeitgeist when they're putting that together. Like, oh, he had the sum of the consciousness. That's the Akashic I have to, Records. I have a stupid question. Okay. I don't know the definition of zeitgeist. That's like the sum of everything. That's like all human knowledge. So if I wrote a book uh-huh. and I published it, uh-huh. I would have put that into the zeitgeist. I would have put oh. that into the sum of everything. Okay. That's everything. 
So I did. I low key just, knew what it meant, but just I didn't. Just as act. a side, when you're when you're editing this, make sure you hit the timestamp because I might be completely wrong about that. We have to delete this whole thing so we don't look like fucking dinguses. But if I'm right, we're gonna leave this whole little segment in here. Anyway, so as I said, he would tap into this spirit or whatever the fuck it was, and they would dictate through his body these readings. Mm-hmm. And we're talking, you know, physical stuff. Like, my knee hurts, my back hurts, my brain hurts, my life hurts, this kind of stuff. For Which, a specific person? Yes, depending on the depending on who came to him. He but did, this was an alive person? Yeah. But there were people that would write in and he would do predictions and they would have died by the time they got the information. There, that's part of the controversy that's around. It makes around you think of that movie, The Haunting in Connecticut, where the dude, like... Yeah. They have the seances and, like, all that physical stuff, like, comes out of his mouth and... He's the one who, like, he, like, projects the, like, I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't, yeah. I don't know. Well, no, I mean, it's, 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 it's kind of crazy. He did over 10,000, you know, he, he covered over 10,000 topics in his readings. And somebody was writing it down the whole time. And there was that person that you brought up. Yeah. And I don't have her name, but there, it was a, it was a lady that was close to their family and he, she would be writing things down. While he was in this state, And he's in this state. And he would stop her. He was literally in this state. And in in this state. state. And in this (laughs) mental state. And he would say, hey, wait, go back. You spelled that wrong. Or that's not what I meant. And his eyes are closed. He's knocked. No, these are always, you know, these are secondhand stories about this guy. Oh, I know. It's just creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. But he was a a largely, you know, benevolent. Like he wasn't predicting dark stuff or, or, or taking advantage. It was like a good presence that would. So was he getting paid? For this, is this how he made his living? No, he didn't get paid off of it. They were so super poor. So how did poor. he make his living? Uh, he sold insurance. He was a photographer. Oh, after. Oh. He did. He did a few other things here and there. And what, what's really interesting about this is that, like, if you go back, you know, into this age, you know, we're talking the 1900s, the 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 teens and the 20s. My guy Harry Houdini was obsessed mm-hmm. with debunking the occult. He was a magician. He was a spectacular human. I thought he and was all about like he wanted it. Magic to be, is real. He wanted it to be, but he also was super irritated by people faking it. Oh, and so he was very, almost, arguably, just as famous for debunking seances. Yeah, and wasn't I was like gonna this. say? Yeah, didn't yeah. he go to see seances mm-hmm. to try to debunk them? Yeah, there's a whole thing with Arthur Conan Doyle and a whole. I'd love to. Which do I a think it's very it, cool that he, he was like he never no, bitch. he never linked up with Edgar Casey. Oh, and I would love to have seen what would have happened. What you were gonna tell me? I got no, excited. No, I just think that I would love to do a, a history podcast on my guy Harry. Because for those that. Those uninitiated. I grew up as a, well, a sleight of hand magician. Right. It's a big part yes, of my life, actually. But I was <laughs> you do magic. That's the reason I don't that level of enthusiasm there. No, it's reason. very cool. <laughs> Maybe you can do a card trick at our live show. But Ooh. I wonder if if he had wait in the life of Houdini mm-hmm. and and um this guy, uh-huh. Edgar, how old like in They were comparably aged. Because I wonder if if he had ended up finding him if Edgar would have been like, don't let that guy punch you, it will kill yeah, you. Because yeah. that's how Houdini well, died, right? I think that's a good segue to get into some of Edgar Casey's predictions. Oh, yeah, we yeah. We could talk a lot about Edgar Casey the dude. And there, there's one controversy that upset me when I was reading about Edgar Casey, And he talks about uh, the, the origin of humanity. 
Right. So Edgar Casey talks about ancient history and distant futures. Okay. Which, you know, Nostradamus did, all these dudes did. Uh, but he talks about how the different races of humanity come from different regions in the world and developed from different things. So he caught a little bit of flack for yeah, that in yeah, my book. Yeah, I need you book. to elaborate. Um, yeah, and I certainly will. Um, oh, I hope so. This is a podcast. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So it's called polygenism, genism or genism. I don't know. It's a smart person that really drinks and knows things. Hit us up and let me know. Uh, and it refers to the five human races being white, black, red, brown, and yellow. Oh. Yowch. Yeah, even right there. All having been created separately but simultaneously on mm-hmm. different parts of the earth. Casey also accepted the existence of aliens and Atlantis and then goes on to say that the red race developed in Atlantis and its development was rapid. So he also talks about, so I'm just going to, just a few before we get into some of his predictions, just some of his fringy mm-hmm. beliefs. Uh, sorry, Andrea is distracting me from the podcast, but I'm doing super cute sorry. stuff with our cat. Our cat has my hoodie string and I'm just like moving her paw up and down. So my dude, who's, I'm going to I'm going to discredit from being my dude at this point because he did believe that the human race did not evolve as one race. He thinks that all these different colored people are different races. And he was very Christian. And so he talks about, you know, he talks about past lives, reincarnation, all of which not largely accepted in the Christian canon. But I think super interesting because, you know, I I, I believe I kind of, I kind of subscribe to that kind of, those kind of thoughts sometimes. I mean, yeah, I did a whole episode about um, past lives of children. Yeah. So, just before we get into the production, the predictions, the predictions, the predictions, the production of the predictions. the production of the predictions uh, <laughs> uh, of, of the of the subscription, he would attune to this universal consciousness and have knowledge of past, future, and present, medical information, this and that, and largely an uneducated man in his waking life. So it was really intriguing to folk, and as I said, he did over he covered over ten thousand topics in his readings. So he would black out and you'd go to his house and say, you know, when am I going to, when are things going to get better for me? Or my heart hurts or this and that. And he would give you readings and predictions. And sometimes they would, you could come in there as Sally and, and think that you're going to talk about, you know, your kid's graduation, but, but all in all, he's going to say you're in reincarnation from Egypt and you went to Atlantis and this and that, like he would go deep. So with that in mind, so what he he would he would predict he would predict health stuff, but he would also predict yeah. what, like job situation. He, it would it would almost be like whatever the entity wanted to predict. It would always say like he would say, you know, I have the body when he went into this this right, and then anything that came out after that was this presence. So it's kind of what you would if you were a benevolent. There's it's it's told you know because they kind of deify. They kind of he's like astral projecting into the future. It gets a little culty, honestly. And there are a few websites that I would like okay. to mention. Um, I have a question. Yeah, yeah. Was there like of all of these things he covered mm-hmm. and all of these Was there whatever shit that happened? Yeah, like are there yeah. like documentation of yeah. like the, but this many yeah, did dog. fucking happen. Yeah, all right, dog. We're all gonna right. Get into that's that. what I'm interested in. But for every. I mean, Nostradamus got shit right based on how you flip the the right. Burbage. So I'm like, is so, it everyone in a hundred? There's, got there's, right? I think that in my in my realm, for ninety percent of the stories that I'm going to tell and have told, there's always that like, yeah, but 
Like, there's that yeah, but moment where you can just say, this is fucking no. Right. This whole thing falls apart just on logic. So I think that there is that element to it, but I also find it very interesting that in the early 1900s, this Kentucky boy, rurally raised, that had always been rumored to be, like, touched, would go into a trance and connect with a force or a series of forces that he himself could not explain or understand. And didn't right. claim to. And as a religious, super religious person, he yeah. still decided to. And of course, you flip that coin. Speak of, of and you flip things. that coin right over, and it's the exact like. Well, obviously, that's what he would do because it was the height of that right. that ideology that that occult stuff was so hot. But in also, that time. it's um, intriguing to me that he's so well known. Yeah. and so, I mean, has so much written about him as somebody who is in a time. Before, I mean, there's an the organization, internet. Yeah. Before this, like I mean, that shit spread light like, years before. So we got by fucking telegraph. We got, <laughs> got Casey.com, which is an Edgar Casey dedicated health website full of his own holistic recipes, or you know, ointments and uh, remedies. Say, hopefully, it's not CaseyAnthony.com. It is CaseyAnthony.com. <laughs> it's the weird part. I haven't even gotten into the true crime element of this yet. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm not I am. So then there's also EdgarCasey.org, which wow. also is the A-R-E Association of Research and Enlightenment, which literally stands for, A-R-E stands for the Association of Research and Enlightenment. I know that's a website, but is it based here? I can't speak to where it's based out of. It's oh, okay. super culty, though. It's super like Edgar Casey was a deity almost, you know. Oh no! His readings, his educations, this and that. Oh no! Uh, it's like the episode of the Orville we watched the other night, where it was like they went back and they had the yeah. That if y'all don't fuck with the Orville, watch if y'all the- are still listening, if you guys are still in at this point, go fucking. It's Seth MacFarlane's like. Oh my uh, god, he does such a good goofy job. sort of does funny such a good job show of, of doing Star Trek doing yeah. st- about Star Trek, which I love Star Trek, but it's actually it's actually really it's really good. It's really funny, and it also has like some serious moments. And it is it's I would say it's it it'll go down as history and one of as one of his greatest works. And I know also, that he has Family Guy and this is not an ad. No, that no one knows about us at no one in the... Except Come on, Seth MacFarlane. The seven of you listening are the only people that know about us. Come on. Just kidding. We have more than seven. We'll We're pay like us to Orville. talk about the Orville. We'll do it every episode. Oh, my God. I'll do a whole fucking podcast. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. so you ready to hear some of the shit that Edgar Casey? This is what I'm most excited done, about. Do you think we've done a good job of unboxing Edgar Casey? I mean, I think so. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... Oh wait, wait, I'll just I list have... a few until we get over it, and then you know. I do have one question. This though. podcast is gonna be seven hours long. A quick question. Yeah, that's why it. this is a two part. I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna have an answer, but hit me. And yeah, you might not. But were there ever when he was like younger and he had these moments of seeing quote mm-hmm. seeing his like grandfather? Mm-hmm. Was, he, was there ever any like documentation of like him saying, "Well, grandfather wants me to tell you that your brooch is in the drawer and uh-huh. you're you know what i mean like yeah. something where the mom no. would be like no holy fuck you are i went full the sixth sense right not, there but not that i found in such a definitive way yeah though but it was it was like after he got that laryngitis tip and he learned this meditation thing he this this hypnotism thing that's where shit popped off okay so he was always known as being like touched you know and there's <laughs> there. <laughs> I didn't touch him. I did not touch him. Ew. But there, there was, there was evidence, and there's, there are people, you know, and we're talking about Appalachia and Kentucky. We're talking 1900. We're talking a different time, and so there were people that said his his whole family had magic, that like his his father was a snake charmer. What? 
what? And yeah, they're, they, they, yeah, that he could communicate with snakes and stuff, and that it kind of rubbed off on Casey. But th- there's none of that that I've found in any. That's just stuff that I've heard coming up in Kentucky and talking to my, you know, because my dad, my dad turned me on Edgar Casey. My granddad knows about gotcha. him. Gotcha. Um, and my granddad claims to have uh, known him. What? Yeah, at some point. Wait, what? No details on that, but that's just the claim. Uh, we need to follow Graham, up on that. Are you fucking kidding me? Lol, lol, cross cross paths with them at some at some point. Do you have a picture of me on your background of your phone? Yeah, you're my wife. You fucking weirdo. That's so cute. I'm fucking cute. Well, it's just me. What picture is it? It's just you and a Jeff the shirt holding you when guys. we were at the Kurt Vonnegut Museum because I fucking love That's Kurt Vonnegut. So and I love cute. you. Yeah, I'm you're on the that. background of mine too. But I, I just fucking saw better that. be. Goddamn. <laughs> well, it's me and you because I'm conceited. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to hear about some of these predictions? Yes, tell me, please. Okay. So the first one we're going to talk about. So Edgar Casey, a huge proponent of Atlantis. Have you heard of Atlantis? Do you understand what this is? This is a big conspiracy piece. So Atlantis, the underground water like, thing. Under we all saw that movie, the dope ass movie, the underwater thing. Yeah, but Atlantis was a culture that is rumored, you know, and theorized to have existed at some point and then have been destroyed in during prehistory. And there's a lot of thoughts that say that it was a very advanced culture. But it was underwater, right? It 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 went underwater. It wasn't established oh, underwater it, it, it sunk it underwater it sunk in the great flood or something like so this. soon to be california soon so california essentially new it's age gonna break it's just off Atlant- it's just new atlantis yeah so sorry anyway, guys if you're in california i don't yeah. mean it and if you if we have one listener in california holler at us what's up we have one in canada we Dip should maybe tip. at least have one in listen california. to me in 1938 edgar casey predicted that a portion of the temples may yet be discovered under the slime of ages and seawater near Bimini. Okay, you listening to me? Stop Where the with fuck the is that? Ex- Where's Bimini? We're going to talk about it. Expect it in 68. Let us talk girl, about I'm it. about to... I just started my sentence. Sorry. So let's talk about it. Yeah, expect it in 68 or 69. Okay. So the Bimini Road was discovered in 1968. And Casey said it was the rising of Atlantis. So essentially what it is is this huge series of stones that go on for miles and miles and miles, and they're huge. It's like the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, and they discovered them in 1968, which is where Casey says this is, this, is your, this is all the evidence you need to know that Atlantis existed. So he said Atlantis will rise, but really they found this road. So yeah. what they found the lingering evidence. And when, when did, what year did he say this? He said in 1938. And, it, and they found it in 68. And he did said, it, he said it, it's going to happen in 68 or 69. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. So he described Atlantis uh, as an ancient civilization that was as big as Europe. Whoa. Uh, and they had, you know, crazy technology for the time. So we're talking about an ancient civilization with modern technology. Mm-hmm. And then there's references to stuff like this in the Bible, uh, you know, as being, you know, the Tower of Babel and things like this and prehistory flood and ancient aliens. They all kind of tap into this stuff. So Atlantis almost as largely important as the Illuminati in some of these stories. Okay. And this is a great example of one. So he I'm also- sure you'll cover Atlantis specifically at some sp- point, Oh, my right? God. Yeah, I plan to. There'll be a full episode with that. Because no I don't one really will, know anything about it. None of y'all are going to love it, but uh, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. I would you like know, it. as a side, we heard- today yesterday from a friend of ours that he walked in on our friends having a conversation from my work and they You're said that and i'm pissed you're calling them out right now and said that andrea is what makes this podcast listenable listen thank you you fucking assholes thank you guys. i'm over here trying to tell you about the fucking <laughs> sh- truth of it all i'm talking 
And no, I nobody can... got their fucking head cut off. Oh. oh, ouch! I'm not salty. I think you do a great job on this podcast. I'm just happy to be here. I with you. and I, I at least something makes this podcast listen. Oh, to. stop! I explained it as a lot I, of my the, friends. You guys just don't understand. A lot of my cool friends, like our friend Adam in Chicago. Hi, Adam. What up, dog? My friend Eric. I'm a big fan of Adam, by the way. These days, I like Adam. Uh, my our, my beast. friend Eric from Scarefest. Uh-huh. Um. Hi, Eric, if you're listening. They yeah, so, love you. So, they yeah. think you're so great and so funny. I'm fucking dope. And they're my friends, yeah. you know, that you've never met. I think me and Adam at this point, we could say we've met. No, you haven't. We've we've had many social uh, media interactions. No, I'm wait. trying to talk about Atlantis, though. No, no, no. I was going to say that he might send us in a story that yeah. we might read in the future. We might even have story. him on the episode. Who knows? He's a cool dude. But also, my friends, you know, then your friends. Mm-hmm. say that they like me i think it's because yeah. they know you and so they're like oh they're refreshing they want to hear me and my friends are like they refreshing. they want to hear you loud and fucking stupid and then the people time. who don't know us are like you both are annoying the people, <laughs> the people that know us are like why the fuck are we <laughs> listen we drink and we know things i'm gonna get back to it please okay uh so he talks about atlantis a few times and he talks about it being huge bigger than europe uh and said that it sunk into the Atlantic Ocean sometime around 10,000 years ago. He even ago. called the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. A- Atlantis, Atlantic Ocean, it's largely accepted. Right, but yeah. I mean like he didn't know did he know it was Atlantis before he He didn't say Atlantis. Atlantis was a th- he wasn't the first person to be like Atlantis. Oh, I see existed. what you're saying. Yeah. He's just saying you're gonna find yeah. something that I mean, dog, that, like it. Aristotle or something talks about Atlantis. Yeah, being see, I don't know anything about Atlantis. Yeah, I, I, and I don't know enough to talk about it. Atlantis, more set. He also said that oh. um, the people that, and he also called these the red people. So let's not put Ouch. aside his racism. Uh, that they built giant, like laser crystal uh, power plants, which caused destruction of the land. So he's saying they had this technology that fucked their shit up. And he's observing this as, as as an entity of the mass consciousness. You know, he's just regurgitating this information, right. apparently. This isn't coming from his own headspace. So he said that the final destruction of Atlantis was blamed on their greed and lust. Mm. He also said there was a large migration of Atlanteans <clears throat> to Egypt and that the sinking of Atlantis was due to the flood of Noah. What? So Atlantis was eradicated during the Great Flood, which if you're going to subscribe to the Bible and the biblical stuff, humans fucking sucked almost as much as they do now when God was like, hey, bro, uh, let's go. I highly We're doubt gonna they go ahead suck and do a as reboot. much as they do now. We suck so much worse now. I wish. I wish we could just. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> so my guy Edgar Casey went on to also predict the death of two presidents. Okay. Can I guess some? Yeah, go ahead. Give me one. Well, I mean, I can probably guess Give that. Me one. Was it he's Kennedy, in the ni- he's Kennedy in the 1900s. and Abe? So he's in the 1900s. So at this point, he was born about 12 years. Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. Yeah, he was oh, no, but after... he could still, pro- he could still, he could still uh, predict. It, guys, guys, it's happened, but Abraham Lincoln's going to be assassinated. Wait, wait, wait. It was after Abe Lincoln was right. assassinated. So it wouldn't be news. But that doesn't mean he couldn't have. Sure, he could have. Yeah. But well, no, I guess not. It wouldn't benefit anybody. <laughs> you know what but I mean? But are you saying that he could have, he could have, um predicted somebody that he didn't even know was going to be president like Kennedy. So I'm guessing Kennedy. Kennedy is correct. Yeah. He, and I didn't say assassination. I said death. Right. So you said assassination. I'm pretty sure I said that he predicted the death of two presidents because the first, Oh, oh, I guess my brain just went the first of which is going to be my dude, Franklin Roosevelt. 
oh, relative okay. of my dude Teddy Roosevelt, who deserves a whole podcast. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, such a beast. Okay. Uh, huge soldier for conservation. Uh, and, how and, did he die? And, anyway, so in 1939, <laughs> Edgar Casey predicted the death of two presidents. He said, uh, "This is this is kind of where they get the and and keep in mind, like some of these predictions are interpretational, of course." You know. Okay. Uh, he said, "You are to have turmoil, you are to have strife between capital and labor, you are to have a division in your own land, before you have the second of the presidents that will not live through his office, a mob rule." Okay, you can straight. Can you explain that for people who don't know what you just in said? In 1945, President in Franklin. In 1945. 1945, yeah. Uh, President D. Franklin D. Roosevelt died in office, and Casey went on to say and said, so keep in Wait, mind. Wait, but how did he die? How did Roosevelt die? I don't know. Got a, I'm pretty sure I had like polio or something. You know, even when we like. Isn't jump. that very relevant to what you're talking about right now? Yeah. He predicted that Roosevelt was going to die in office. And he's saying that but he's saying that because mom. of turmoil. It, it, he's saying that there's gonna be a mob rule if that doesn't happen. But you know, Franklin Roosevelt dies, and also it's cryptic as fuck. Okay, he was super ill. I mean, he was in a wheelchair when they dropped the fucking bombs on Japan. He was not doing, and he died. You know, just after the Second World War, or like you know, like fucking right at the ass end of of it. Franklin Roosevelt dies in 1945 after Casey predicts it in 1939. Okay. And still in 1939, he says, after predicting Roosevelt's death, unless there is more give and take, consideration for those who produce with better division of the excess profits from labor. So he's talking about big business. He's talking about the system. And keep in mind, we're going into the 60s. We're starting to talk about Vietnam. We're starting to talk about... Uh, fucking Cold War, we're talking about all this shit. So he says that there will be more turmoil in the land if we don't fix the government, and they say that that reading is his, and keep in mind, this shit is interpretational. This is what led, this was his prediction of John F. Kennedy being assassinated Yeah, in that's very vague. Sure. I sure. think that's, yeah, whoa, what? Yeah. I don't, how, what makes that, like, tie to Kennedy? Yeah, I, I can't speak to that. I'm just reading, I'm just giving you the, the deets that that's what people think that the reading means. I was hoping for, like, John F. Kennedy is going to be shot in the head as he goes through a, a, a parade, and it's going to be brain matter everywhere. Well. That's what he said. I just didn't read that part because I thought it was too graphic. Now, uh, that's like a whole other, what is that, Project, Project Pegasus? That's like a whole other Project thing, right? Pegasus, yeah. You know about Project Pe- I feel like you got something in the book. I think you're Maybe. working on something. Edgar Casey predicted the fall of communism and the collapse of the Soviet Union. He Allegedly. Said, Allegedly. I think we should start everything. Obviously, I mean, he thinks that we're all different species. So there's a little bit. Don't shit on this right away. You know, there's some cool things he says. Not cool because he's a dick, but he's not a dick. Don't fuck. We're, we, we just, come on. So he said, through Russia comes the hope of the world. Not in respect to what is sometimes termed communism, but freedom. Each man will live for his fellow man. The principle has been born there. It will take years for it to crystallize. Yet out of Russia comes the hope of the world. So that's Edgar Casey said this about Russia. Right. The Soviet Union dissolved as a nation in 1991, abandoned communism, and instituted economic and political uh, freedom and democracy. And our, you know that dude Putin and all. <laughs> Putin. And then everything that comes with Putin. Putin. And everything that comes with Putin. Yeah. Everything's just so 
That's Dang. predictions, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, think how, I think that if, 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 if you could see it, if, 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 <laughs> imagine you had access to the encyclopedia of humanity, but you only got to see it at a glimpse. You only got to see it for a moment. You only got to see it. But he did it like 10,000 times. So why couldn't he have had? I like to think that if, if, if it were real, if, if I could have my cake and eat it too, and this shit is real, that I connect, I meditate, I connect to this trance like state and I can see everything, but I see it from 10 miles away with an archaic understanding of it because you can't really understand that's like Edgar Casey. That's well, like telling Edgar Casey to to do coding on a computer. Right. No, I get it. It's like so. I think putting that you can't interpret it from the way. That, right. I get it. Putting somebody into the future yeah. who doesn't know what a gun is, sure. or well, that was you'd like have to describe stupid, it in a way that would like, be exactly. It, yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But and I think that there's something to that with Edgar Casey. I'm not a. I'm not. In I'm not. 1924, this motherfucker predicted the stock market would crash in 1929. He also talked to clients about how to prepare for the crash what? and how to play the market. A lot of his clients did not pay attention to him and inevitably lost everything when the stock market. That sounds crashed. like that email you get when you subscribe to like. I am an Indian Pop. prince. No. I need five hundred thousand oh dollars. I will god. change your life. Oh my god, no! But I saw this hilarious meme that was like. A Nigerian dude or something dies in his apartment. He's found with $3 billion and with a note that said, like, I kept trying to give it away, but nobody would respond ah, to my emails. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, so he also foresaw the Great Depression, uh, which he said the stock market would crash, would be the trigger for the Great Depression, and said that it would lift in the spring of 1933, which it did. Casey predicted in March 1935 that many foreign nations would have revolutions uh, unless there was more spiritual attitude raised in groups. In 1936, the Spanish Civil War broke out, Japan invaded China, Italy invaded Ethiopia, and Joseph Stalin elevated the Great Purges through Russia. Whoa. Okay. This one's kind of fucked up. Uh, Edgar Casey predicted in January 1934 that Adolf Hitler... Would rise to power and reign over Germany. But like how though? Do you stating have the quote? that in, uh, stated that imperialism is entering in a reading uh, in August 1935. He predicted Hitler would remain in power until all come as an overthrow or an outside war. So say he would stay in power until he was but overthrown. But did he just project imperialism or did he actually say Hitler? He said imperialism. He did not necessarily say Adolf Hitler with a fucking douchey mustache is going to murder a billion people. Yeah. Uh, Casey predicted in 1932 that the Jewish community would return to Israel and advise the Jews uh, to regard the anti-Semitism in Europe as the time to fulfill the biblical prophecy for them to return. The nation of Israel was then reestablished in May 1948, as Casey predicted, which was then followed by the war between Israel and the Arab countries surrounding it. Um, okay, one more. You want one more? I'm gonna sure. Give you, I'm going to give you two more. So this is very heavy. It's not heavy. I mean, like, with the words and the and politics and... and he had a very to, broad... Very, he, like, he had a broad I'm stroke not, of predictions. Yeah, I don't know. know a lot about, like, my history buff. So it's like, yeah. so it's, it's a little hard to be like... Edgar Casey described the concept of the shifting poles as a result 
from the crust of Earth moving independently. So we're talking, you know, fault lines, tectonic plates moving, which cause the poles to move. So that affects the axis that the planet is on. And it's happened a bunch of times. It mm-hmm. hadn't happened in a long ass time, though. So he's saying that the that moving independent the, the these tectonic plates moving independently from the core of the planet to bring a different surface area over the spin axis in the late 1920s to 30s. So he's a little bit off because it just started, but that is happening. The tectonic plates and shit are moving. The poles are moving. He predicted the changes of the Earth's surface would begin sometime between 58 and 98. The cause of the changes being the shift in the world's magnetic poles around the year 2000. Casey said, when this occurs, it would bring reversals in the world's climate. Where there were frigid or semi-tropical climate, there will be a more tropical one and moss and fern will grow, is what he says. So so he's like, climate change. Yeah, he's talking about it. But he's saying it's a natural process. Also Uh, another reason I think this guy's kind of an asshole. So he's saying it's fine? Like, it's not a big deal? Keep pulling the fossil fuels, keep putting them in your car, and keep blasting that shit in the atmosphere. That stuff wasn't, well. Yeah. If he would have predicted climate change, this dude would be my motherfucker. I thought that's what he, you were just saying. No, he predicts the shifts in the Earth's poles, but he doesn't... He but low-key, it kind of sounded like climate change. It does, but not based off of the same justifications right. that we understand Right, it. right, 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 right. Okay, last one. You ready? But he might... He he didn't know that, so he still maybe predicted it. Yeah. Not knowing... That it was a result of... Of what... Yeah, so maybe, he, maybe he just thought in his time, okay. like, I don't know all of these... He didn't know all yeah. these changes that happened in... I think in... Edgar Casey believed in climate change. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Edgar Casey. Yeah. Holler I don't me. really know how... Holler much... me if we're wrong. I'm not sure I really like this guy, but... I don't like him based off of that one thing. I think that he kind of loses my shit. Is that his picture? Yeah, that's him. He looks like a male Christina Ricci. He looks like he drinks a lot of milk. <laughs> what? He's a milk drinker. We'll post a picture. Let us okay, know what you so think. Okay, <laughs> so ima- imagine that he... Also said that he he predicted his own death. Uh, this of is the course last one. he did. His visions warned him that he should not use his psychic abilities more than twice a day, or serious health problems would occur. And by occur, I mean occur. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Casey uh, was well known and received thousands of requests. He was he kind of ignored the warnings uh, and, ca- and continued to do readings on January the first, nineteen hundred forty-five. Edgar Casey predicted he would be buried in four more days. He died of a stroke on January the 3rd, 1945, and what? is buried in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, where he was born. I want to go see his grave. We should. I don't see why we wouldn't. Yeah, we should go. Like, it's what? Two, yeah. What did I say? Two? Two and a half. Two and a half hours. We should go out. Yeah. And we, could, we still need to go see the public, so I would love that. All right. That was a wild ride. Edgar Casey, Whew. Yeah. Good old Ed. Good old guy. That's my guy. Ed K. Edgar Casey. Wowzer. Sleeping prophet. Maybe a bullshitter. Probably a bullshitter. <laughs> a maybe, maybe a racist. racist. <laughs> yeah. He says it the same time. <laughs> uh, but still a compelling tale. I get it. It's still, still it's a story. I don't subs- so The only thing that I wish... Is that this guy was real because imagine the mass consciousness. That's a whole, that's such a cool thing. But also if you're a dick about it and you, come on. Well, it's still, it's still, at the end of the day, it's a story. It's something that is. It's local. It's fun. Very widespread to enough to have multiple websites. There's books. I mean, well. 
there's and I never heard about it. I've yeah. never heard it. Yeah. That's, that was so. I never heard about. I ain't it. never heard about him. I never heard about. Hey, it. listen, I come from the creek. I ain't never heard about <laughs> Edgar Damn Casey. I live in Kentucky. I ain't never heard. I've been about here that dumb. Guy. I've been dumb here twenty nine years. I ain't never heard about. Also, him. we're not mocking anybody with that accent because we probably actually sound like that a lot. But it's one more drink, I sound like that. <laughs> but well, yeah. So that's well, that's, that's my thing. Well, um, I think this wraps up seventeen B. Up in this bitch. This is 17B. 17B. Oh. Exhibit A, why we did this in two parts because we're at another hour. Been, uh, y'all are the fucking dopest to kick it with us for one hour. I would never expect y'all to kick yeah, it with us. Yeah, we decided to just oh, go ahead God. and split it up because mine's real, mine is, mine was, was really heavy if you listen to it. I think it'll be it. published long. A oh, it's already, while. Yeah, yeah, it'll already be out. this is out, yeah. Um, and, but it was heavy and yeah. long and yours yeah. was kind of heavy in a different way. Not heavy- in a way just that in a, like yeah historical like an ethical, ethical yeah. way i guess yeah so yay <laughs> man thank y'all for listening thank you for listening this is we drink and we know things the podcast yeah you know i think subscribe rate review the whole fucking Please. thing email us we've gotten a couple new five-star ratings which Jesus. is so fucking amazing it's so important it means so much to us but we need a fucking thousand more guys. No, Come no, on. but a written one would be really cool. Holy so if you shit. have leave it, le- leaving, have you ever leaving? If you've leave, if you've leaving, he been leaving, leaving. If you have left us a five star review without a written one, and you just like still really like us, maybe just go in and leave us a little. Just a fucking like one word, two words. Love you guys, ham sandwich. Ham sandwich up in this bitch. Dip your tit in this podcast, guys. We love you all so much. Maybe man. don't do that, but. Just you come know, see it. Come even see if it's us a at heart Khalil's emoji. April sixth, let's fucking get it. Live show. Yeah, please. We're opening. It's not gonna be like anything like it's gonna be long dope. like We're this. Gonna but the show, guys. We'll I'm be sorry. there and we'll have fun. If you're local, we would love to meet you guys and meet other fans yeah. of Hillbilly yeah. Horror Stories and the Ohio Podcast. And, and more details to come about that shit, obviously. But yeah, thank you guys. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Hmm? Farewell.